Hello, friends. Welcome to Brainworms, the podcast that, while I can't prove it, I have heard people say that it will make you a stronger, better person, change your life, and cure all diseases. I am Joe. I'll be joined by Kane, David, and Chris momentarily, where we are reading Hungry, a tale of a dystopian future in which no one eats food, which is a choice that this writer, H.A. Swain, has made. I'm sure that many hijinks will ensue, but before that, I'm going to remind you to go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com, where you can support the show monetarily. If you enjoy our content, please consider supporting our content. You can also use that platform to jump into our Discord, which is both funky and fresh. Enough said. On with the show. Hungry by H.A. Swain. Through my biology class, we've been mapping the genomes of our four grandparents, our parents, and ourselves in order to figure out where our traits come from. I'm convinced there must be a humorless gene that comes straight from my mother's Vietnamese side, because Grandma Grace is the most serious woman I've ever met, which is probably why she's such a good hematologist. There's nothing Grace funny Apple. about blood. What about your humors? Come on, book. It's right there. There's plenty of funny things about blood. Mom pushes off the couch. I'd be happy to find a specialist to go over your data and make a recommendation. It's an idle threat, and we both know it. Specialists are the last resort, only called in when all the existing science has failed and the only thing left is to try some experimental treatment a doctor is hoping to patent as the latest breakthrough therapy. As long as it's Papa Peter, I say. Saying that out loud is... Yeah. The, the author probably should have read this to herself. There, yeah, there's a lot of this this writing. Yeah. It really feels like they should have read it out loud to someone else. Do you think Papa Peter spends a lot of time at the procreation pool as well? Um, <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. I, actually, no, I kind of agree with this book. Blood is only funny when you find it in the procreation pool. Oof. That's not mm. funny at all. That's very mm. upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Fuck you very much. This actually makes mom laugh. She looks like her father when she's happy, with his broad smile and bright eyes. You know, I'm glad we're diving into her family history. Yeah, it might matter later. It's really nice to kind of establish mm -hmm. what the fam looks like and how they interact with the sure. world. And how Vietnamese people are humorless. Yeah. <laughs> My whole life, I've heard stories about what a gentle and sweet pediatrician he was and how he sacrificed part of his family's rations for food and medicine to save starving children during the wars. That uh -huh. was a huge Amazon point versus of contention I called between it. <laughs> my hard-nosed grandmother and my bleeding-heart grandfather wars. that almost destroyed their family. My mother says it's an example of an old-fashioned cultural divide, Asian versus African-American. Since Papa's black, I don't she claims like he had this. a family history of looking out for the most vulnerable. But that never made much sense to me. I think Grandma and Papa Peter. are just different sorts of people, no matter what their cultural backgrounds may have been. People are people, so why must you be? <laughs> so here's a question. You don't know what being hungry is, but you know what food is. Well, you know, once upon a time. Like, imagine if you were 17... And you'd grown up in a world where there had never been food. Your grandparents know what food is. Yeah, but by extension, I would then also understand what food is and what it was for. You would know what food is, but if you had never experienced the sensation of hunger, 
if you started to feel it, you wouldn't yeah. immediately be able to identify it. That's true. So wait, so you're telling me that this kid was like, what's food? And it was like, oh, it's a thing that you do when you're hungry. And the kid was just like, okay, instead of what's hunger? Yeah, it's like, what's a butter churn? It's a thing you use to churn butter. Okay, I understand that conceptually, but it's not part of my reality. So I don't really, you know. If you had never felt sexually aroused in your life the first time it happened to you you would be a little confused as to what was happening sure even if you've heard people talking about or have you know a textbook understanding of the act of procreation are we talking about our first boners now is that is that where this episode's headed? I mean, we can. <laughs> I don't we can, want We to. can whip it right out here by the procreation pit. No. <laughs> That's not... Do you think there are sunbathers by the procreation pool? There's me in my chess lounge. <laughs> <laughs> Your chess lounge. Are you fully nude? That's the other question. You're not allowed to get in there with clothes. Speedos. Speedo. Nice. Oh, yeah. Probably a, a gold Speedo, I like to imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. Rocky style. Sure. Nice. <laughs> I just imagined you have crudely taped fig leaves. <laughs> <laughs> just everywhere. It's like a ghillie just... suit. <laughs> <laughs> but not covering up any of your private parts. Like... Oh, God, no. <laughs> a reverse The nipples leaf? of the future are gazing at tomorrow. <laughs> like the assless chaps of ghillie suits. <laughs> Nice. Just like leg warmers and like a cummerbund. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some sleeves. Mm. I see it. I absolutely see it. Sexy ghillie suit is a thing this podcast has invented for us. <laughs> what was the other thing we invented? The, I don't the remember. Chapless, the chapless, yeah, was it the assless chap ghillie suit? And now we've got, what was the other thing? We had something else. Was oh, God, I don't know. Somebody out there who listens to this podcast, remind us. <laughs> yeah, is there a Brainworms wiki out there somewhere? <laughs> Somebody needs to do something about that. Yeah. It's not going to be me. No matter what happens financially with this podcast, if we get a wiki, I'll know we, we made it, basically. Papa Peter's hugs. I can't. I just can't. You could have you, you been Grandpa Peter. Yeah, could have been that's not better. Papa Papa right. Papa Pete. Yeah, I do like that all the stupid bullshit that I've had you read for this podcast and Papa Peter is the one that really. (laughs) (laughs) This book is bad in a way that the so many of the others just haven't been. Right. Go Papa Peter and shut up. All right. (laughs) And I'm not even mad about the whole like she doesn't understand what hunger is. I get that. It's. It's just the clunky way that the world building is being done. Oh, sure. It's just really bad. Yeah. I'll be honest. Uh, As soon as the the thing started with prologue (laughs) after the (laughs) Henry Thoreau quote or whatever that I knew, I was like, all right, cool. This is going to be a special treat. (laughs) (laughs) Where Papa Pete, (laughs) not Papa Pete. That's what Papa Pete. Papa Pete, any of that? No, Papa Peter. Papa Peter. The procreation pool. God, Papa Peter. And Gretchen the sex robot. That's like something I would write. Papa Peter and the procreation pool sounds like a uh, band. (laughs) Like a band. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You're welcome. That's my gift to you. (laughs) Lots of alliteration there. Lots of peas. Papa Peter's hugs and stickers won't recalibrate your synthamil formula if something's off, Mom says as she finishes tidying up the mail. 
because she can't Papa stand Peter's anything unnecessarily joking up our ways. <laughs> By the way, Gretchen sent you some Virtua shops, she tells me. Virtua what? You need yep. new pants. Gretchen is definitely a sex robot. I have plenty of jeans and skirts. I get off the couch and tug my miniskirt down around my thighs. She gives me the eyebrow again. Thalia, Which one? we discussed this. Does she just hand she out just eyebrows? She rips it off and hands it over. <laughs> you can't keep wearing old stuff like that. She points to my corduroy mini. What's it made of, anyway? A vintage natural fiber called cotton. Thank you very much. I'm trying to imagine a skirt made out of corduroy. They don't eat food anymore, so now all the clothing is just made out of meat. <laughs> and I don't like it. Corduroy skirts are a thing. Are they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've never understood corduroy myself. It's double the fabric. Like, But why, though? Yeah, it's so heavy, and yeah, it's not... I don't like I do it. think that a corduroy skirt... Corduroy Cor- skirt... Kind of defeats the entire purpose of corduroy, though, because you don't get that cool f- 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 sound when you walk. What? Does corduroy have a have a noise? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you've never heard corduroy pant legs brushing against one another as you walk? That's, no. that's the whole thing. Do you think that I could become famous by becoming a serial killer that murders people with corduroy bell-bottoms? Killing them with the bell-bottoms or yeah, killing like that, like, victims who are wearing the bell-bottoms? No, 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 utilizing the bell-bottoms. Like that, that's my calling card. Like, I mean, oh, I, God, I... Jenkins, do you think this is our guy? You can get yeah. famous for a lot of stupid things, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to get famous for stupid shit in current year. But here's what I think should happen. You should get some fancy bell-bottom corduroys. All right. Uh-huh. And then to start your first murder, you should open the door and come on inside here. Get on the floor. Everybody <laughs> kill me. Kill me first. That's what I think. I think you should come in here and start your murderous spree by opening the door and coming in here. I, I volunteer. I volunteer as <laughs> tribute. I have a weird <laughs> amount of anxiety thinking about the door. <laughs> David, read the book. She looks to the ceiling as if the solar lights will recharge her patience with me. I know what cotton is, Thalia. You have an interpersonal classroom meeting this week. You can't wear Grandma Apple's old clothes to an ICM. What will your instructors think? Who gives a fuck? Who cares what they think? Yeah. Anyway, it's not I'm a with real you. class. Where would you want? More like four hours of product placement combined with a thinly veiled focus group, if you ask me. Not that anyone ever does. It's just does. public school. That's not that, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Apple's on definitely is, is a thing. Yeah. Mom shakes her head in size. A, that's not true. And B, your father and I care what your teachers think. Teachers? Who gives a shit I what snort? you think? Yeah. <laughs> Thalia, she starts. But I cut her off. Dad doesn't mind, I tell her. And she doesn't say anything because she knows it's true. I'm bored. I'd rather go real-time <laughs> shopping anyway. Should be called waste of time shopping, Mom says and chuckles at her own dumb joke. Wow. (laughs) If you don't like what I put in your box, then design your own. Wait, what? Wait, what? (laughs) If you don't like what I put in your box, then design your own. I wish I could design my own box. You can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's called Flashlight, you fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but also. Depends on which end of the. But I don't know what I want want until I see it and touch it. She stops what she's doing to look at me. Seriously, what century are you from? 
This is her favorite question, one she's asked me since I was little and preferred to look at real books than have tablet time. But if that's how you want to do it, fine. Just do it. Get something decent and make a good personal impression. All I'm saying is, is you got to think about what happened with tablet time and Moses. All right. Eh? 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 I still love, God has given us these 15, 10, 10 commandments. I like the feel of cotton, I tell her as I sit down to browse my message center on the main screen. the feel of cotton. Chemically, Cottonelle is virtually the same, she says. Virtually, I reiterate, but not really. Don't start. Your clothes are grown from bacteria and yeast in a lab. Exposition! She gives me a warning glance. Why don't you let Astrid cull the news for you, she asks, motioning to how I'm manually going through headlines. That would necessitate finding my gizmo. You don't know where it is? She looks at me as if I'm missing an appendage. Around here somewhere, you're as bad as Grandma Apple. How bad am I? Grandma Apple bops up from the basement, her gray curls bouncing. Why are they keeping Grandma in the basement? <laughs> Just emerging she from the basement. carries a ball of string like character and pointy sticks. I want my birthday cake. <laughs> Never mind, says Ma, and goes back to her conversation with Gretchen. Gizmo. I mouth to Grandma, who twirled her finger in the air as if to say whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo! I snicker, which makes my mom's back straighten, although she pretends to ignore us as she pockets her gizmo and then announces, I'm off to the lab again. I think gizmo is actually an elaborate sex toy. Yeah, I think they do everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if they've replaced males with sex toys. It wouldn't be terribly hard. There's a dad somewhere here. Yeah. But maybe dad's a sex robot, too. Exactly. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's why they have their, their procreation pool. That's where they restock. Sure. You know, like, they <laughs> nice. can't produce it on nice. their own. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's why the couches and chairs and everything like that are... Oh, wipeable. Uh, wipeable. That's <laughs> 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 it's, it's So when you're, you're making use of the goo you acquire from the procreation right. pool... You, if you get some on the couch, it's easy to clean up. Sure. I like our version better than I'm sure this book is actually going to be. <laughs> I just want to say that. Just the 30, 40 people in like a kiddie uh, pool just fucking. <laughs> just 30 people in a kiddie pool fucking. Yep, in a... 30 Helens agree. And then David laying on a chase lounge. Smoking a long slender cigar. Mm-hmm. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Eating grapes and. Dressed in nothing but fig leaves, strategically placed to cover nothing. Right. <laughs> if anything, they're just, they're an irritant. They just accentuate They just make you itchy. <laughs> yeah. So you're constantly readjusting. Uh, uh. <laughs> My life is a nightmare. Why did I rub that lamp? <laughs> this monkey's paw sucks. <laughs> Both of those stories are better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Friday, says Grandma. Mom glances Friday, up. Friday, Friday. Gotta out. get down on Friday. So, family time, Grandma says hopefully. But I see her shoulders slumping in anticipation of defeat. Did you schedule it? 
Mom asks. I don't know, because everybody's looking forward to the weekend. But Lily, <laughs> it's every Friday, Fucking says dork. Grandma. See? Every Friday. <laughs> hey, now you know what it feels like when we're, when Joe and I are trying to go off into La La Land. You're like, let's just, let's just let David finish the book. Let's just let David finish the book, okay? Is that how I sound? That's not how you sound. Why would you say that like that, Chris? That was hurtful. If anything, that's a little closer to how I sound, I think. <laughs> no, my Joe impression is... <sighs> that was actually pretty spot on. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. <laughs> Just the sound of disappointment. <laughs> <sighs> no, Chris, you did it right. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I don't think Joe does it that well. <laughs> and it's his fucking sigh. <laughs> well, if you don't schedule it, mom trails off. It's not hard, Rebecca. Mom has a habit of speaking to Grandma as if she's talking to a small child who doesn't understand the great, big, scary interweb. Fun, 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 looking forward to the weekend. Thalia or Max could teach you in two minutes. You just tell your PCA, what's her name? What's the PCA? I I don't. Science fiction bullshit. Personal calendar assistant, probably. There we go! Hey, I think that works. That works. You just tell your PCA, what's her name? Annie. Grandma says dryly. Are you Just okay? tell Annie the same one thing. time to coordinate all our calendars <laughs> with a repeating event. Then we'll be synced up, and when Gretchen checks my daily calendar to generate my to-do list, I know how to do it, Grandma clarifies. Just seems unnecessary. What day are they talking about again? I okay. blink off the main screen. We can do family night without Mom, I tell Grandma hoping to avoid another awkward conversation about family life between the two of them. I forgot what day they were talking about again. Kane. Grandma <laughs> smiles at me, but I see the tiredness around her eyes. Of course, lovey. She holds up the ball of string. I'm going to teach you how to knit. I'm going to teach you how to fight. <laughs> I catch the tail end of my mom's eye roll as she swings her black silkies jacket around her shoulders. Grandma's going to teach Apple how to throw a punch. Before she leaves, she says... Schedule family night. We'll do it next week. Sure thing, I call after her. Maybe I'll hate you less than knowing full well that it will never happen. You will never happen on what day? It's a Friday. (laughs) Friday. Don't schedule it for Friday. (laughs) Is this what it feels like when I talk and you guys can't control me? Yeah. 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 I'm still not sorry. Sure thing, I call after her, knowing full well that it will never happen. You, me, and Dad? I ask Grandma after the door weeshes closed. It what closed? Weeshes. Weeshes? Weeshes. Weeshes. Is that meant to be like, like a science fiction noise? or Weesh. Do, do you guys think that if I tried hard enough and a ninja was trying to kill me that I could catch a ninja star in my buttocks? No. No. Uh, I mean, you can catch practice. it in your buttocks, all right. No, no, you can catch it in your buttocks, but not the way you want. You should practice that. You'd have to do like an elaborate backflip to put your <laughs> your clapping ass cheeks into the path of the ninja star. Exactly. Wait, did Chris just become Powdered Toast Man in canon? Is oh, that... nice. That's a reference nobody's going to get. Including <laughs> me. But I liked it. <laughs> Powdered Toast Man versus Really, Really Big Man. <laughs> Who will win? Powdered Toast Man versus the Ninja Star. And it's just a star in Kung Fu outfit? Yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> Powdered Toast Man! 
What are you guys talking about? Why are you so old? Entropy. Entropy, Chris. Entropy. Second law of thermodynamics? Is that? (laughs) Jesus. Don't want me for a sunbeam. I doubt it, she says, pointing to the flashing video message indicator on the main screen with my dad's network photo. I accept, and dad pops up on the screen. He's in his office, slouching at his desk, surrounded by gently buzzing blue walls. Why? Hey, you guys. Sorry I can't make family night. Are the walls high, or they're buzzing because they're filled with electricity? They're vibrating walls. Bees. Bees. They're walls filled with bees. (laughs) (laughs) So it's reasonable to assume that they could probably manufacture honey. This uh, entire premise of this book is now dumb. It's not those kind of bees. Oh, oh God, is it dumpster bees? I hate dumpster dumpster bees. bees. (laughs) Walls filled of blue buzzing dumpster bees. Why would you keep dumpster bees bees as pets? (laughs) What the fuck? Life hack, all right? If if you're at a campground in the post-dystopian future that we are currently living in, Mm -hmm. but if you're at a campground and you want to try to keep dumpster bees away from the food and stuff like that, get a paper plate and dump a pile of ketchup on it and leave it closer to the trash can. That makes sense. You're welcome. Yeah, that's smart. Although I imagine that's going to smell terrible after like an hour. I mean, if you're standing over by the the dumpster. Yeah, it smells like the dumpster anyway. That's fair. So if you have a plate of ketchup over there, dumpster bees will, they'll they'll focus on the ketchup. They'll leave your your party alone. Dumpster bees is like, that's the evolution we don't want, but it's what we deserve (laughs) for bees. Yeah. No, that tracks. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Sorry I can't make family night. I've got to work late. Then he sits up tall and smiles. But wait until you see what we're working on. It's almost done and you'll be the first to have it. Promise. We're going to be able to genocide an entire village with the touch of a button. I just assumed there was a, a different sex robot. I like to imagine that Dad's committing some kind of war crimes. Can it be a sex robot war crime? What? I close Dad's message and ask Grandma what she thinks the surprise will be. A robotic head for when you're tired of thinking for yourself. The latest craze, uh, I tell should have been a designer. Missed my calling, huh? Oh, well, not everyone can change the world one nanoprocessor at a time. I don't want to We both giggle at our world. stupid jokes. I don't want the Mostly because no one me. else would appreciate them. Let's go knit, I say, with these. I hold up my hands and wave my fingers like my mom did earlier. Subversive. Grandma says with a chuckle. No, that's stage one of knitting. If you really want to get down to the mastery of knitting, you got to do it with wet hot dogs. That's not how anything works. That would be a challenge. <laughs> that, that would be a challenge. That's very stupid. I hate that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> now, are you knitting using wet hot dogs as the needles yeah. or as the yarn? As the needles. Okay. Because you'd need a lot of hot dogs. Yeah. Otherwise, like a whatever lot. you're knitting is just gonna smell awful. Oh yeah, like forever. <laughs> yeah, but it's the closest you're gonna get to like a meat suit. Yarn is very absorbent too, so that smell is just gonna live there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Limp Biscuit album cover. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's the end of this section. It's not the <laughs> short. It's, it's... What are you getting at, David? What are you suggesting? <laughs> I mean, we can keep going, but I'd like to just kind of <laughs> ask you guys what your thoughts are currently on this book. Um, 
I, I don't like it. I mean, I'm a fan of the procreation pool. I like the fact that there's just wet, sloppy bodies Ugh. in a circular region filled with liquid. It's not water. It's just lube. It's just Vaseline. I do kind of hope that it is a literal place, like the procreation pool. Mm. Not just like you're you're of age to procreate. It's it's just like Brave New World. <laughs> Go there for the orgy porgy. No, it's... <laughs> no, no, David, David. I sure did just David, pour cold so water all over my crotch. I think it's a a state of fucking endocrine system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably just puberty. Yeah, right. you're, you're of of mating age, which is icky. Look, we're gonna need you to propagate the species. Okay, all right. We need little worker bees to work mm -hmm. at Appleson. Appleson and Micro Sony. If you aren't popping babies out, you're useless to the great leader. Is it just me, or would this have been executed way better with a very angsty, very aggressive, like style of inner monologue, a la Fight Club? As far as I can tell, and and again, we're just this is the very beginning of the book mm -hmm. what it's obviously setting up is we've got this protagonist who is a teenage girl who is just she wants everything to be analog she yeah. wants to experience the real She's world a hipster. and yeah mm -hmm. i mean you know she she prefers things on vinyl because it has that uh real sound right, the right. warmth that it you don't get from digital and you know she wants to go shopping for real clothing and everything and that's a real story. that's fine it's fine it's fine i get it mm -hmm. and sure show don't tell but this book failed to do either yeah um <laughs> it just <laughs> it, it kind of did both and just hammered that message yeah into you yeah i was gonna comment when we, we were going on so many tangents into you that that it's kind of a delicate balance when when you're writing a a world that's different from the real world either a science fiction world or a fantasy world where you want to give the reader the tools to imagine your universe and understand how it's similar and how it's different from the world that they know but if you oversell that then it becomes deeply annoying right a la ready player one yeah for sure and like, I don't know. So the whole thing about like, I'm a doctor. Why aren't, why do you have to touch me mm -hmm. in order to, you know, do doctoring stuff? Right. Well, now you've got a perfectly good gizmo in your pocket. Right. And I'm happy to see you. It just, it kind of falls victim to that thing that some science fiction stories do mm -hmm. where in order for the narrative to explain itself to the reader, mm -hmm. People talk in ways that no one would right. actually talk in real life. Like, why aren't you carrying your smartphone that right. was invented in 2001 by the company Apple and yeah. revolutionized the way people communicate? My daughter. <laughs> right. And this is the part where I feel like like it would have been a better choice to go with the like the Fight Club and her monologue. The mom says, like, uh, why do you insist on wearing these old clothes? And then we get a snippet of the girl's inner mind where she's chastising that, like, you know, oh, like new clothes are made from bacteria, whatever. I don't think that would have been better. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I think it would actually be better if when 
the mom says, you know, why do you prefer to wear those old clothes? It does do an inner monologue, mm -hmm. but it's just the character, Thalia Apple, and she's going to visit the clothing factory on Mars. Mm -hmm. And she's kind of walking the factory grounds and she's seeing how like the, the author's describing how she's witnessing like the bacteria right. being cultivated. And that would have been more on this thing. I agree. Cause that would have been injected you directly into the universe of the, of the book. Yeah. The book even tells you that the clothing belonged to her grandmother mm -hmm. initially. Right. And right. it sets up that she has this like connection with grandma. Sure. So Which I thought grandma was dead. I also until she emerged from the basement. <laughs> I mean, Papa Peter, right? Papa Peter. That. Papa don't Papa preach. Peter. I think we end the episode now. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was actually going to posit that, that. Do we want to stop? Because we were we've kind of come to a conclusion. Have we, though? Do we want to stop recording now and then either come back next week or just never read this book again? I think we should come back next week and check back in with Thalia Apple. Sure. Because I want to know what Gretchen does for mom. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Maybe this author is just not really good at, at the writing. world building, but maybe they once they get that out of the way, they can kind of get into stride. Sure. So many critics, so few writing. Na 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 na. Okay. I just uh, the opportunity to sing Susie and the Banshee. Oh sure. For no reason. Well, I guess it was kind of to be also, a shitbag to uh, you, Joe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, this book birds the squirrely right this book <laughs> we could end up like i i'll be honest i slept for maybe like three and a half four hours last night mm -hmm. and figured that i was just gonna be this book awoken me <laughs> that's kind of the weird die roll of this show is like <laughs> whether we're gonna get some wild shit like moon people or if we're gonna just kind of be bored. I was definitely not bored. So hang on. This book burns the squirrels. Is that anything like Shock the Monkey? No. No, that's very different. That that was a, a, a song. Don't you know? You gotta shock the monkey. Shock the monkey. Do we have anything else to fucking pipe in or should I just wrap the show up? I'm sure we have other things we could pipe in. About. Yeah, I mean, we could keep this going indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, we could, we, I, I, I want to talk more about the decision of Papa Peter. I know we've we've talked about it. What else is there Lake. to say? Uh, to the aspiring writers that I know listen to this show. Just read it out loud. Definitely read your book out loud. Yeah. Another thing is that just from this first section, it feels like the setting up the universe and all, it felt like the author was trying to like really get that out of the way to get to what they want to be talking about. Yeah, which is, it does you know, feel kind of rushed. Fingies. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel kind of rushed. And uh, I like any time that I've tried writing, I also suffer from that where it's like, I need all this foundation, but I, that's not the part I want to write about. I want to get to the good mm -hmm. stuff. And I guess that that's just like the difference between people who write a lot and people who are just trying it out. That's also why you pay an editor. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to tell the listeners about the things so that we can go away. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess you can do that. If that's okay, like if that's all right. But... Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Joe, fine. All right, just shoo us away, okay? Shoo <laughs> us away. God damn it. I am going to remind <laughs> all of you to go to wegiveyoubrainworms.com. Eh, you don't need to. You can if you want to, it's there. 
and you can use that resource to support us on Patreon. If you're entertained by this, you know, then what the fuck is wrong? Then with what's you? wrong with you? <laughs> your wallet's too heavy, you know. Wallet too heavy. Yeah, and you're kind of dumb. If you like us, then you're just as dumb as we are, and that's 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 problematic. You should you have too much money. You should right. spend it. <laughs> Maybe if you have some kind of chemical imbalance that gives you poor impulse control, then then you should harness that by going to our Patreon and giving us some money. I just realized why brainworms exists. We exist to lower the collective IQ of humanity to a point where people are more likely to give us money. Yeah, that's what? the collective IQ of humanity. It's already so low, Chris. What, well, what that exactly an IQ is, a, is, an, is not an accurate measurement of intelligence, just on its well, own. Well, no, no. But also, don't give away our trade secrets, Chris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Joe, you're going to need to edit that out. Sure. I'm sure I'll forget. Also, if you're a YouTuber, right here recorded. <laughs> because we're real dumb. Yeah, because we're very stupid. Oh my God, we're lowering the IQs of, of ourselves. ourselves. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, we're then, sorry. Then we're sorry. Uh, do all the the typical YouTube shit, like subscribe. What is the typical stuff? Is it to smash that subscribe button? Smash that fucking like button if you want to be in the Brainworms army. And then delicately and sensually lick the bell. Lightly caress the bell with your tongue. As hard as you can. <sighs> All right. Well, God, we're sorry. We're so sorry. We're gonna gonna go now. We're sorry. This has been a production of Brainworms Podcast. Any copyrighted content contained within is used for purposes of review. Brainworms podcast is David Combs, Kane Magdalene, Christian Schaefer, and Joseph Wells. The theme music is Hodgepod Number no. 1 by Brian Davis. If you like what you heard, you can support us and learn about our other projects at wegiveyoubrainworms.com or by leaving a review on your favorite listing app. Shock the monkey.